Welcome to WTBU News Today, I'm Griffin Buck. Boston's been fairly pleasant lately, with temperatures hanging out on the cooler side for this time in June. Temperatures on Sunday are expected to reach a high of 68 degrees, and sunny skies are expected across New England. We're going to stay in that cooler range Monday and Tuesday, with partly to mostly sun, partly cloudy to mostly sunny skies throughout the days. Wednesday will be sunny, and then Thursday we're expected to reach a high of 84, Friday 86, so it is getting warmer in Boston, so just get ready for that. With a full New England update, we are joined now by... Alex Corey. Last summer, the biggest danger at the beaches of Massachusetts was sharks, but this summer, it's jellyfish. The lion's main jellyfish has been found on the shores of Nahant, Selfie, and Plymouth. The State Department of Conservation and Recreation issued a warning Friday about the presence of the largest known species of jellyfish at Nahant. Normally only seen in the North Atlantic, these slimy aquatic creatures are moving their way down New England's coast and can pose a serious danger to swimmers this summer. According to Chris Dollar of the New England Aquarium, these jellyfish have as many as a thousand tentacles and can produce a nasty reaction to those who are stung. Scientists are not exactly sure why these creatures have journeyed this far south, as they are not commonly seen in the state. Last month in Maine, one of the same jellyfish was spotted on the shore of Peaks Island, measuring a whooping five feet across. The Massachusetts Department of Conservation and Recreation has posted purple flags in the Haunt Beach to warn swimmers about the jellyfish. Thank you, Alex. Hannah Yoshinaga is here now with a national news update. The Trump administration revoked an Obama-era regulation protecting transgender people from health care discrimination on Friday. Under the new provisions, the Department of Health and Human Services will only enforce sex discrimination prevention measures according to patients' biological sexes. The previous regulation passed by the Obama administration ensured that people seeking medical care could not be denied treatment based on their preferred gender identity. People inside and outside of the LGBTQ community were particularly opposed to the Trump administration's announcement because it took place during Pride Month and on the four-year anniversary of the Pulse nightclub shooting when 49 people were killed in an LGBTQ nightclub. Multiple LGBTQ advocacy groups denounced the administration's decision and some stated that they will take legal action. Alfonso David, the president of the Human Rights Campaign, said on Friday that his organization would not, quote, allow Donald Trump to continue attacking us, unquote. The group will sue the Trump administration for trying to deprive vulnerable individuals of basic health care protections, which could be especially problematic given the potential health risks affiliated with the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Thanks, Hannah. We're joined now by Jane Avery, who has a COVID-19 update. Two studies were recently published, both featured in the Nature Journal, that estimated the number of coronavirus cases that have been prevented by lockdowns and restrictions across the globe. One study featured researchers from many different universities and the other was based at the Imperial College in London, and both focused on the populations of different countries. The study across multiple universities predicted that 60 million COVID-19 cases have been prevented in the United States and 285 million cases in China. The Imperial College study took a closer look at European countries and reported that the number of prevented cases in the United Kingdom is 500,000 with a total of 3.1 million cases across the entirety of Europe. Solomon Hassayang, the director of the UC Berkeley laboratory that contributed to the first study, said that the early spread of COVID was extreme compared to diseases similar to it, and that we could be looking at a very different March and April if the restrictions had never been put in place. The coronavirus still remains a problem for many countries, however, Cases in hospitalizations and deaths are gradually decreasing and economies are beginning to reopen. 
in Weston, Connecticut. I'm Jane Avery for WTBU News. Thank you, Jane. Finally today, Mia McCarthy joins us with an international news report. On Saturday, Brazil passed Britain and became the country with the second highest record of the COVID-19 death rate. Brazil reported 41,828 deaths on Saturday morning, a few hundred more than Britain's record of 41,481. The country still falls behind the United States, who has the overall highest rate of 114,752 coronavirus-related deaths. Currently, Brazil holds the highest rate of daily deaths due to coronavirus. These specific numbers come from the New York Times tallies, as news organizations have started tracking cases themselves after the Brazilian government was accused of publishing incorrect statistics related to the pandemic. Since then, the Supreme Court of Brazil has ordered President Bolsonaro's administration to publish the complete statistics. Experts speculate the surge in cases comes as a result of the lifted lockdown in Brazil and measures taken by President Bolsonaro that belittled the pandemic in his country. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Mia McCarthy from WTBU News. Thanks, Mia. That's it for this edition of WTBU News Today. Be sure to tune in to our full program every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern over on WTBU Radio. On behalf of Gabriela Lopez, I'm Griffin Buck reporting from Roseville, California for WTBU News.